Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Top of the List. I'm Dom, here with my co-host, RB. Hey there. Uh, on this week, once again, I'll come to you on a Friday where we have just watched the new episode of WandaVision. That would be episode four. We interrupt this program. And I think that about sums up the way I feel about this one. And I know a lot of people feel about it, along with... Uh, a very split kind of like episode decided by the critics at least. Um, so I think we should just kind of give what our scores here are at the top um, before we give away kind of the, they do, we yeah. have a few big reveals in this mm -hmm. episode. So, yeah. Uh, start. Oh, you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. Yeah. See, um, I think I'm in the minority here, which happens quite a lot here on top of the list. Uh, I love this episode. I'm going to give this one a nine out of 10, um, which would be the highest I've given to a WandaVision episode so far. Um, as we mentioned, there's a lot of spoilers here, so I'm not going to go too deep into why I'm giving it that score, but just nine out of 10 off the bat for me. Really enjoyed this episode. Right on. Yeah. I didn't know you liked it that much. Oh, yeah. Wow. You really enjoyed this one. Then. Yeah. And we'll talk about more in depth, maybe reasons why, but, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to go a little, lot, lot, bit, a lot a bit lower. <laughs> definitely going to go a lot lower on this one. To me, this didn't feel like the best episode of the show by any means of the word, I think at least. It, it wasn't it, it wasn't that it was a bad episode or anything. It was just like, it just gave us all the, all, it was everything we had already been guessing that they were revealed. Maybe that's why I liked it more though, because yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys have been watching at home, you've been hearing our predictions and I was 100% wrong and Dom was 100% right. So maybe that's why <laughs> I liked it more. Cause yeah. to me, this was kind of a big reveal. A lot of the yeah. stuff that was happening, you know, I had speculations, they went in another direction and I, yeah. I like that and I applaud them for that. Um, but you know, you were really spot on. So maybe it wasn't as big for you because it wasn't as revealing for you. There was a few things that are like, could be, have the potential to be like really big surprises mm -hmm. for me or, um, but we'll talk about that after we right, do the yeah. spoilers. Uh, but right now, just my general impressions. Yeah. So going to give this one definitely a lower score. Um, my immediate reaction, I was thinking, okay, six out of 10. But after a second watch with you guys, I realized this had a few more positives than um, I had previously thought. And uh, I'm going to raise it up to a 7 out of 10, a good episode. Okay. If you're looking at my previous ratings, this is the worst episode so far, as far as my ratings go. Um, I, I, I'm utterly shocked that you found this episode less pleasing than last week's. I can understand I where you would say week's. the first two episodes were, were better than this, but I just was so disappointed I, by uh, I think episode all three. three. All three were were um what, what was your score last week I, I feel like we both had very low scores <laughs> last week i had a seven and a half out of ten okay okay so this, I, I think this I is only okay. okay yeah so only by a little bit yeah. i think but um yeah no that's that's kind of my general uh score on this i guess the one thing i think we should talk about is um well, I, I guess I don't know. I, it's hard to not go into spoilers, but yeah. I mean, if you if you know where the episode last week ended up, you know that we're going to spend some time in the real world, right? And um, that there's a big shift there, and that that has to do with the reason why I'm giving it and not as high of a score. Mm -hmm. uh, but is there any 
it's hard, it's so hard it's to talk It's really around. difficult to talk about spoilers. <laughs> so I think that's the time to say spoiler alert. For those of you who haven't watched uh, episode four of WandaVision, we interrupt this program. Uh, go ahead, give it a watch, hit pause on us, and then come on back and hear what our thoughts are. Maybe we align with you guys, maybe we don't. There's definitely going to be some good uh, conversation here, maybe some conflict between Dom and myself in this episode. See what end of the spectrum you fall on, or maybe somewhere in between where we both feel. But spoilers coming right now. So I think we should start off with, um, I just want to bounce some of my ideas off of you mm -hmm. about what has uh, the episode serves as, as a whole. Right. And then uh, I just want to know what your opinion is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which is mine or not. Yeah. So here's what I see this one as. Um, this is our mid-season wraparound. Yes, without a doubt. And it's something that happens a lot in sitcoms, and I didn't know they were going to do it. You know, um, in Friends, they had a famous one is when um, you think Ross and Rachel might get back together again, and then they're like, oh, but was it ever that good? And then they show everything that has happened in this one episode, kind of a wraparound. Which they do in, I mean, yes, I know which episode you're talking about, but they do that. It, they have at least one of those episodes in every season of Friends. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they have one of those ones where they just look at, this feels more like that, where we get to see everything that's been happening in episodes one, two, and three. Yes from outside of Westview. Now, this may be another place where we disagree on. Those are my favorite Friends episodes. <laughs> I absolutely love the recap episodes um, and seeing, you know, not only recaps of what's happened, but also from a different perspective than what we've observed before, which is why I love this episode, because instead of just picking up where we left off from episode three, we just hit the ground running. Okay, uh, Geraldine is... Spoiler. Uh, Monica Rambo, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to run from there. We're going to meet her in the field after she's been thrown out of Westview. Yep. We go all the way back to the discovery in the real world of Wanda and Vision in this television show. We see who was watching that TV show, that it was uh, Darcy. We see, uh, you know, who the beekeeper was. We see everything that was cut and fast forwarded through in the first three episodes. And that got me really excited because that's what I was so frustrated about in episodes one through three is I wanted to know what was going on. And this put a nice bow on it halfway through the episode. And now we're going to get the why this was the what, you know, this made, it gave us a clearer picture. And I think the second half of the series, we're going to get the why's why Wanda is doing this, how they're going to get her out. Are they going to get her out? What she, I, I'm sorry, what's, Swords involvement, what's the FBI's involvement? I'm really excited to see where we go. Yeah, and I can see why you really enjoy this one. Th this is why I gave it in mm -hmm. the seven instead of a six. Yeah. Um, it's because of all those reasons you just said. This one was great because it was from a different perspective than what we've seen before. And it was from the perspective of a Marvel Studios movie. Mm -hmm. And this yes. is the first time we get to see Marvel Studios quality level on our TV screens in our own homes. Yes. And it did a great job of bringing that same, <laughs> without a better word, that same vibe that you get when you watch a Marvel movie in the theater. And, you know, there's certain things that you expect to see, like, you know, the way that certain characters act and stuff like that. There's a lot of jokes, I guess I'm just yeah. trying to say. You get that feeling as, as soon as Darcy walks in, you know, she's popping a joke. Yeah. And then, well, we get, we get two of our, some of our favorite, comedic side characters in the MCU so far with uh, with the FBI agent Wong, played by Randall Park, and then Darcy, uh, 
who are both just fantastic, fantastic, uh, you know, comedic actors who play great roles. Of course, um, Randall Park appearing in Ant-Man and the Wasp and Darcy in the Thor series. One more thing, when he brings out his FBI card, when he meets uh, Monica Rambeau earlier, he does a magic trick. Like he was trying to learn it all along in Ant-Man. That's right, that's right. I didn't didn't catch that. Yeah, he does a little card trick. That's cool. I was like, oh, yes, callback for Life fans there. But, um, and and that kind of brings me into my point as a whole is that this episode did a great job of making it feel like we are part of the MCU. Well, look at where we picked up and at the start of this episode. We got put right back as the, I guess you could call it the unblip is happening. As who, I'm trying to remember who unblipped them. Was it Incredible Hulk? Was it Bruce Banner? Yeah. With uh, yeah, with the gauntlet on. As soon as he snapped, we're in that hospital with uh, Monica Rambeau. I keep on wanting to say Maria. Maria's her mom, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. As people are rematerializing at a astonishing rate. You know, that's something we didn't really get to see because that happened right as Thanos' ship from the alternate universe is is kind of back in time yeah. has come in uh, in Endgame, and then next time we see you know we just hear about people returning after the blip in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. So this is the first time we're actually thrown right into what happened immediately after Bruce Banner snapped his fingers. And I like that you mentioned Spider-Man: Far From Home. Just announced earlier today, One Division takes place. Just before Spider-Man Far From Right, I did read that. Yes, yes read that. So, mm-hmm. you know, just if you guys haven't read that before, now you know. Um, we kind of have a more narrowed down timeline as far as to what's where we are in WandaVision right. in the timeline of the MCU. Um, so just to reinforce, like, a few of my positives. Yes. The be- best, best part of this episode does is bring us into the MCU as a whole for Phase 4, and it brings back those returning characters that we talked about. Um and the other thing that it did really great was it, I mean, it's, it's like they have this certain style to it. Um, I'm reminded of the Winter Soldier and the way that that one kind of feels like, you know, like a military political movie. And I mean, I, you can even go back to the Avengers the Avengers film where you in first are discovering like shield and everything like that. And all these, this web of secret agents, it feels like the beginning of that with sword. And that's what I really wanted was them to establish who that is. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, a lot of people probably didn't know who. Sword right. Was. Yeah. I, I sure didn't. Yeah. yeah. So now we're finally getting to establish that. And that's what this episode needed to do. And that's why it's a good episode. It accomplished that. And like I said, it gave you all the answers you were looking for right. and then raised another new question which unless you have something else to say i think we should go into our big reveal at the end. yeah yeah so do you want me to say you, yeah you take it so big reveal at the end i just really need to know what you think about this um we learned that my theory was right, right yeah. and wanda is controlling everything inside westview mm-hmm. she ejects uh, monica rambo geraldine out of this field that they're surrounded by in Westview. And um, she's controlling a lot of different things from that we learned from Darcy's perspective. When she's watching the TV, she's saying, oh, what is that? Like, you know, it's cut back. Like when we, when we watched it, we were just like, oh, it looked like a glitch in the TV. Mm-hmm. But then they're figuring it out and it, there's more yes. of the story. And um, so I guess that's kind of our big reveal. Yeah. What's your reaction? 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed about it. Obviously, we make predictions probably based off of what we want to see. And I was really hoping that this was more an observation of Wanda. Uh, I didn't know who was observing her, but that's what more I was hoping for. The fact that Wanda is controlling it and has a hand in everything sort of, I don't know, makes it a little less confrontational. It almost makes Wanda our antagonist, which I I didn't necessarily want. But, you know, once again, it it wasn't enough to turn me off from the show. Obviously, I'm along for the ride and, you know, really excited to see where they go with this. It's just, I just felt like there was too much going on negative to Wanda for it to be, you know, that to be the answer. I mean, yes, I understand, you know, the radio, she is not in her control. That's, uh, you know, that's sword in the FBI. Uh, but, and, and same with the drone. But I mean, if this is truly something purely controlled by Wanda, what's up with the, the bitchy neighbor, for example? Like, why would anyone want to deal with her? I, I think, uh, I think yeah. there's more to the story there. I, okay. I think that we haven't seen everything yet. Mm-hmm. But for me, this big reveal was, as you had said, this sets up Wanda as our antagonist yes. for the season. Whereas so far, we've been looking at her as our protagonist. Yeah. And I think that's what made this potentially really special. Whether or not they're going to make it that, that way, actually, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what really made me another reason why I yeah. gave this one a, a good rating instead of just an okay is it it really sets up that like kind of like a almost like a new genre shifting or like yeah new yeah, story oh, that sure. we haven't seen so far in the mcu yeah which is what i've been wanting phase mm-hmm. four let's see something new yeah and they're doing it yeah. so i think that's um oh and reactions yeah. to seeing vision um when he's dead right and uh, obviously i i we don't know is this you know, truly, if one is controlling it, she's losing control of her powers, and that's what she's saying. Or is this just a flashback for her seeing Vision? Because obviously, she was right there, front and center, when uh, when Thanos killed him, ripping the Mind Stone out of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I, I mean, it was a great scene. You know, I think Marvel has become more and more. Uh, able to create these powerful emotional jump scare scenes too i mean we saw it in far from home with the zombie tony stark coming out of the grave and uh, as you've alluded to in other episodes we'll probably see it in the new doctor strange as well which is supposed to be like the first marvel horror movie you've told me yeah uh so marvel's done a great job with that it was brief it was it was definitely just a quick jump scare but a very powerful poignant scene i'm glad they did it yeah i 100 agree with everything you said right there excuse me sorry um but i did want to add on um you know there there is one thing that we really uh should be talking about too and that is the fact that um we got some more (laughs) aspect ratio changes in this one right um we start off in our movie aspect ratio and Mm -hmm. like like you and i predicted in the beginning like this is going to be our indicator as telling which world we're going to be in and what was interesting that i thought they did i don't know if you noticed this as well is when we get those flashback scenes to what we didn't see in last week's episode we're fighting with monica it's in the, the movie yeah, aspect. The motion picture aspect. Yeah. And it felt more like an MCU movie yes. instead of 
it's like they have like a filter on it when it's actual. Yeah, it, it truly looked like when we were watching it that it was a 70s sitcom. It was it had that grainy feel. Right. And when you flash back to it, you're absolutely right. It was a high definition and almost made the background, the bright colors and whatnot look quirky, which is what they are. But, you know, it looked in place last week when we watched it because they had, you know, that graininess of as if we were watching an old cathode ray TV in the 1970s. Which is really interesting to me. I love that they're playing with that. And that they're, um, you know, um, maybe reminding us of what's the signature look of a Marvel movie yes. and then how this is differentiating that. Yeah. And there, there's lots of other things we could talk about, I'm sure. Is there any other big things you wanted to bring up? Uh, I mean, there are a couple of things that I thought, you know, maybe I'm reading too far into them. You're the expert more than me. So I'm just going to run them by you. There were two things that came to mind when I was watching this episode. Um, one was the fact that. You know, we have that final scene where uh, Wanda and Vision sit down and turn on the TV and say what's on. And I was curious if that's going to play a role. Maybe Wanda is monitoring the outside world through the television. I would, I, did you pick up on that at all? Or was that just me sort of reading into it? Maybe I, I could see that. That seems yeah. like a good theory to yeah. me. Because, I mean, if, if nobody else is the wiser, right now I'm trying to figure out if Vision and who Vision is, because Vision, as we, you know, for those of you who don't remember, you know, we got slapped in the face with, with, uh, from, uh, from Darcy saying, yeah, he's dead. Right. You know, so, um, who is vision, you know, is he just something that Wanda's created or has she been able to sustain his life here in Westview? And that's why she saw the dead, you know, the face of his corpse. Um, I can't tell if he's the wiser or not because he has that line, you know, we can go anywhere. And she says, no, we can stay right here. This is our home. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he knows. Um, but otherwise, I'm just saying they're sitting down. Maybe he just thinks he's watching TV and she's monitoring what's going on in the real world, too. So that was my number one. Um, I didn't know what your thoughts were on that. Um, that seems like a great theory. I'd, I'd like to see that played out. Mm -hmm. um, I also would like to see, like you said, What's the true intentions of that, um, the neighbor she has? Right, yes. As, you know, what's going on there? Yeah. And I think that maybe, I think there's still potential for that, <clears throat> excuse me, that storyline that you were talking about where Wanda's being controlled or she's been being observed or she's being through, put through some sort of. Right, which, which also puts us, you know, to the question, you know, she's, Wanda, if we recall correctly, she's not very old. I mean, she was what, 18 in Age of Ultron? No, she must have been older than that. I thought she was, because they were orphans that were raised by Strucker, right? Mm -hmm. I, I thought they were much younger. And so in my head, she's only like 23, 24, you know, and she grew up in Sokovia. How is she calling back and creating this world of sitcoms, you know, from the yeah. 50s and 60s? I mean, that wouldn't be something that if she's creating her universe, like, you know, what is she truly controlling and what is out of her control? Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out if maybe there's even a force more powerful than right. her that yeah. has that play as well. Yeah. Now, my, my other question is just because, and this one definitely is a stretch, because we have uh, Monica Rambeau in it, do we see uh, any, any appearance of Captain Marvel in this series? Because, I mean, she's from the Captain Marvel storyline. Obviously, she was like, uh, I forget what the relationship was, second mother, though, essentially, you know, best friend, I believe. And we get a call out to her in this episode, right, to Captain Marvel, when uh, Monica Rambeau is first walking into S.W.O.R.D. and they say, oh, yeah, um, there's a lot of, we don't know what's out there. 
you know, there's a lot of enemies out there. Mm. And she says there's allies too. And that's what that she's talking about Captain Marvel. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I think she has I'm, potential to show up. I'm, yeah. I'm curious, yeah, especially with, I mean, choosing a character here with Monica Rambeau, someone who hasn't been a major character so far in the MCU besides as a child. I mean, this is a, a really a brand new character for us, but just a, a recall from someone that we've seen in an earlier movie. So maybe that's why they bring they chose this character to to get captain marvel involved who i'm i'm a big fan of captain marvel i i know you she wasn't your favorite at least in her standalone movie yeah um but either way i think she's a cool hero she's got cool yeah. powers yeah i yeah. think she's got cool powers and i think she's on the power level of wanda yeah which there aren't many of yeah, I mean, yeah. wanda is one of the more powerful she's up there with she could destroy an infinity stone that's yeah. insane yeah yeah so that was really cool and i think um just going to end it with probably my favorite what my favorite part out of everything we just talked about in this episode was is um you know i liked when you mentioned that we're after this we're getting dr strange and i kind of am starting to get the feeling that we're venturing into that territory where as you said maybe they have to call captain marvel maybe they have to call dr strange to get this sorted out mm -hmm. because he's going to be in the multiverse of madness Maybe this is what gets him trapped in that multiverse of madness, trying wow. to save Wanda. That's a great, great um, point. Yeah. That's kind of where I think they're going. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, um, that's going to be a horror movie. Yeah. And I think we're setting that up here. We're laying the groundwork to go horror, um, most notably by, like we had talked about, that haunting shot of visions, you know, dead yeah. face. Yeah, with, uh, um, with without the, the, the head, you know, the, the, the mind stone pulled out of his head. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So. I think we're getting into that. And, you know, as a horror fan, I'm a little more excited to see what they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let us know what your thoughts were on episode four. We interrupt this program. Um, let us know if you thought it was a great episode like RB or if you thought it was just a uh, good episode like me. Um, and, you know, if you fell somewhere in between some other end of the spectrum, let us know in the comments. Uh, like the video if uh, you enjoyed, as well as subscribe for more weekly reviews of WandaVision on top of the list. Like I said, I'm Dom. You can follow me at DomGonzalez48. Um, RB? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm RB. You can find me on Instagram at RB underscore the underscore SID or on Twitter at RB with the call. Thanks for tuning in to another uh, WandaVision review here on top of the list. We have, uh, as Dom mentioned, uh, quite a few more WandaVision reviews coming up as well as our uh, other you know slew of 2021 Disney Plus uh, MCU series. We'll also be getting some new film reviews uh, at you, a film review of Run coming up, maybe a Ford versus Ferrari. We just gave that a watch. Uh, amongst others, it's getting colder out, uh, great weather to stay in and watch a movie. So more of that coming to you guys at home. But thanks for tuning into another episode. Uh, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star review, and uh, we'll see you next week.